everybody. Welcome to episode 205 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things in the film and more. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. And welcome to our show. Mm. Yeah. Man, we have got some good old-fashioned critiquing to do today. Am good I right? old-fashioned piano party? Good old-fashioned piano party? Is that a thing? Come on. I can't believe the reference. I just, um, I'm just ashamed. It's late. I'm ashamed. And we'll be divorced tomorrow. <laughs> just the shame. For shame. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Here we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get to it. Yeah. So. Um, well, first off, okay. <laughs> before I, uh, um, before we get in too much into it, just here at the top of the show, if you have any, if you're a filmmaker and you have any films and things you want to send our way feel free to do that information to send us stuff is all over the place um i just want to mention at the top of the show because i don't know maybe sometimes people don't make it to the end which (laughs) with two goddamn spectacular people like us i don't know how you couldn't my friend my friend (laughs) um so yes send us your stuff we love communicating with you all it's a blasty blast yes um so that's that that is that um, so we, as we've, I've, as we've said before, um, you know, so, summertime, summertime and the living's easy. No? Okay. Anybody? Sure. Um, is, it's a, it's a weird time for guests, you know, um, the, there's like this, I don't know, something's in the air where like, I've reached out, I think to two people so far that were like yes let's do this and uh they were like all right what's the next step and i was like here's the dates that i have available crickets yeah i'm like okay (laughs) well plus you know productions are starting up again and so yeah it's just getting uh it's weird and then uh, there's there was another person that reached out i heard back from their representation their representation was like yeah they're interested and same thing like i was like all right here's the dates that i have available let me know and nothing so so i don't know i don't know what's going on um we uh, i have i'm gonna be going through like indie indie films like we need to kind of get back around into that yes um and uh so i've been watching like shorts and micro shorts and things like that and um here's where i just sound like a raging bitch but it's just like there's a lot of horrible stuff out there I mean, um, sure. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's, you know, every film we make is a learning experience, right? And yes. then I watch something and I go, oh, oof, that, let's not do that again. Like that thing wasn't good. Or uh, I'll take acting notes on my performance right. when, and when, go. When we say there's a lot of crap out there, we're including ourselves. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> listen, I, you know, mistakes are made all around, but um I the the reason why filming for us is so far and few is because it's become so much more difficult with the level of expertise, if you will, for the lack of a better term. I mm-hmm. maybe the level of experience that we now have, it isn't as easy for us to like run and gun. When somebody tells me that they want to break into filmmaking, I'm like, just run and gun. Like film as much shit as you can 
And at first, don't even worry about lighting, like just get used to the process of making a film and then start working on one thing, right? Be like, all right, my audio's shit, my lighting's shit, my cinemat my cinematography's shit, um, acting shit. It's always, you know, performance. It's because you're picking your friends, you're casting your friends who aren't actors and nobody knows yeah. what they're doing. And yeah. so you kind of like, you pick one thing. And so the next film you make may have shitty performances, shitty lighting, shitty cinematography, uh -huh. but the sound will be better than it was the first time. Right. 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 And then the next thing you make, it'll sound even better than the first time. And yeah. then the next thing you make, the lighting won't be as shit. The sound yeah. will be the best it's ever been. Acting is still shit. Cinematography is still shit yeah. until you can afford actors. And it's, or, and it's you practicing know, it's, too, you it's know. It's years. Yeah. It takes, like, I don't say this because I'm like, eh, we're so cool. It literally took us 15 years to still get, suck. and we, there's still things that we do that we're like, fuck, yeah. that doesn't look right. You know, but like, after 15 years, this was, that was the process. Like when someone says, oh, like how much stuff have you filmed? I'm like, I can't even remember. Like I've lost count. I don't know, maybe yeah. like 15, 16 things, including skits, uh, close to 20 things mm -hmm. that we've done. Yeah. Um, you know, which is why like when I see somebody like I made a film seven years ago and I'm like, that's it. Like you haven't made, like, you yeah. made one film seven years ago. Like, so that this is a this was a lot of equipment there's a lot of vacations that were not gone on mm -hmm. because we spent money to upgrade our equipment so that we can get our lighting could look better or our sound could be better or some cinematography could be better or yeah. acting classes so that i can learn from mistakes that i was making writing shit you know it takes a lot so i i feel like we've earned the right to be like eh. yeah <laughs> and i think you know for me, I mean, lately it's been a little tricky because just there's just so much going on in life. But, you know, taking the time out, taking a weekend and saying, listen, I'm going to shoot one thing, um, a, a quick little scene with, with a friend, and all I'm going to worry about is lighting on this. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have any audio. I'm going to have one scene where somebody's sitting on a couch, and I'm going to learn how to light this scene amazingly, and I'm going to spend the whole night doing it. Then you shoot it, and, in, in, and there you go. And I think it's the repetitiveness of that, of taking instances and taking things. And then it, when it comes time to actually do a film, you have all of these things that you've learned along the way. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. And the, and the other thing I would say is being like having some humility, you know, knowing that your stuff isn't good. Because um, the minute you think what you've done is good, you've kind of, you lost, right? Because then you don't feel like you need to improve. And um, I, I, I do, not being able, not like, and it's okay to, this is the best you can do now and you can be proud of something. But at the same time, being able to recognize that you have uh, improvements to make is so important because mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than, you know, somebody getting all butthurt about you critiquing their film when they ask for it. Obviously, I would never offer critique to anybody's film if they didn't ask for it but if you ask me i'm going to tell you my opinion and mm -hmm. so if if you want if you want my honest opinion i'll give it to you if you want me to just tell you it's great that's fine i'll, I'll do that too whatever um but you know but we were think... like we were watching some stuff this mm -hmm. morning and it was just like just immediate and this is it's always the first thing it's like immediately i go in i hear the sound and like sounds like shit i don't even want to watch that like, yeah. I don't even want, I don't even care. Like, first of all, if the plot really pulled me in, I'd be like, maybe I'll, uh, I'll give this a shot. But once the sound is off, I mean, yeah. like I, 95% of me is already out the door. You know, it, you may be able to pull me in if I was really interested in that, 
synopsis of what yeah. you had going on there, but um, sound is so important. You I say feel it, like it's like cliche, but it's so true. It's I so will important. easily forgive a bad image over bad audio. Yeah. You know, audio like for me, it's audio and performances, right? Because like if thing. lighting isn't perfect, it's like, fuck that, that needs to be lit better. But if somebody's giving a good performance that I can hear, <laughs> yeah, right? Because that's like, it could be a great performance, but if your audio is terrible, then I have no, like I'm, you're, you're taking me out. Cause I, I, I we've actually not been able to hear things because mm-hmm. it was so bad. Um, so it, those two, they, they have to go hand in hand. If yeah. you have a good performance, you'd better give that actor good audio so that they can shine and, and, and thus, kind of make your movie even better um that i'll forgive cinematography and i'll forgive lighting if i can hear it and if the acting is good mm-hmm. um and there were a couple things that were just like the acting was awful mm-hmm. or like I, it's like so there's a, there's this thing that we've been guilty of doing in the beginning oh boy um what <laughs> when we we're still, we're always still learning. I shouldn't say when, when we were still learning, but there was this thing that I would do as an actor when I wasn't, I was still like very, um, a noob. I was a noob and I wasn't very confident mm-hmm. in these in between moments, which it seems like, God, how hard is it to act as if you're doing nothing, but it's like playing yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you know that you're jumping from, one event to another event in the same scene. There's this thing that I see in a lot of uh, lower budget and indie films where it's like you can see the actor trying to fill time for the next 10 seconds until that thing is supposed to happen, until they're supposed to hear the right thing or a phone rings or something. And it's so obvious that they're trying to just get to that moment. And I'm seeing that a lot. I see mm-hmm. that a lot in mm-hmm. stuff. And um, it's kind of like, it, it just, it really takes, it's it's to a point where it takes me out now yeah. because I know that that's what's happening. Yeah. And I did the same thing because I didn't know any better and I didn't know how to fill time and just like. Um, I'm a, as a director and a former horrible actor, I'm big, <laughs> I'm big on that. Former. Just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, a former kid. actor that was horrible. Probably is a better way to phrase it. But I'm big on just existing in the moment, you know. And that doesn't mean that you have to be able to cry on cue or like, you know, no, give an Oscar perform, yeah, or give an <laughs> Oscar caliber performance uh, at, at my whim. But just just being able to exist as the character in that moment without having to kind of like fiddle about and like. And touching out, your touching face, touching your face, or just constantly touching you know, your, your face. hair or something, but just being able to just because that to me is I can tell right away if I if I if I want to if I if I can work with that person because if you can exist in that scene mm-hmm. with nothing to do, then when I give you something to do, yeah, boom. So there's this uh, there's this cardinal sin that every uh, learning actor does, right? When you're supposed to act bored slash frustrated. Um, I, we don't, obviously I can't show you, so I need you to use your imagination yeah. station. Okay. Yeah. And picture like when I'm going to make the sound and you should know what I'm doing with my face when I make the sound. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You know, you know what I just did. I ran my hands up. I, we, okay. So actors will do that. Like really, really, um, they'll overact that mm-hmm. and 
think about how many times you've actually done that in a frustrated moment. I don't think I've ever really, really like ran my fingers up my face and then down my face, right? Usually it's like you'll pit, pit, I I pinch the top of my nose a lot. You know, you'll see people pinch the top of their nose. Um, They'll get... What am I thinking here? Yeah. The the thinking pose. Yeah, you'll see people (laughs) pinch the top of their nose. But like in real life... It's more like you're digging your pointer finger into your eye socket, right? Because yeah. you're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. And you get the Jimmy leg. Well, and, you know, it's things like that that, like, actors don't, mm-hmm. that are, are still learning won't do. They'll just do, like, these very stereotypical yeah. kind of moves that always give it away. Yeah, because, it, and this is this was always my problem as an actor, is that you get in your head. You're like, I'm angry right now, mm-hmm. so how do I portray anger? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And um, uh, so that that is... Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. All the that's all those big. things, Hollywood huffs, all that stuff. That Hollywood was Hollywood huffs. Hollywood huffs are uh, huge, yeah. and I, you know, it's the it's the littlest it's, thing. Right. It's the littlest thing. Like I didn't think about a Hollywood huff until one of my coaches was um, had commented on another actor during a monologue, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" And now I can't not notice that when I hear actors do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Hollywood Sometimes huff good it. actors too. Sometimes pretty decent actors. I've caught Hollywood huffing, and I'm you like, know. oh, it's the uh, you know what it is the the way that I view it as like it's uh, when you're trying to portray an emotion that you would portray in real life. <laughs> it's like you powered down for a second. You're yeah. like, it's. Uh. <laughs> I'll cut out that space, but it's fine. <laughs> well, now um, what I said makes no sense. <laughs> um, it's in real life. Whenever you have an emotion. You're trying to hide that emotion. Yes. And it's that emotion that the it's the emotion that's so powerful that it's kind of bubbling through. So as an actor, you have to be able to portray that emotion without in a way that is realistic. And in that realistic way is that layered that layered thing that they, you always hear actors and stuff talking about. You're layering the performance mm-hmm. where you're you're angry. So when you're angry in real life, you Less is more. You don't do what you think an angry person would do. You right. just, you try to hide it. Like when people 80% of the time when people are crying, they're trying not to cry, you know? Are you really so. stealing my own my own acting advice? <laughs> oh, is that yours? Are you kidding oh. me? That's like the number one thing oh. I would say to an acting student. Yeah, it's probably soaked in after you hear it so many times. <laughs> we just talked about this the other day, and yeah. I said um, that's what makes it so authentic is that especially in public – you wouldn't just cry in front of. I mean, some people are just psychotic and don't care and would just cry, um, I, um, but most people would try to uh, curb that a bit because people are watching them and they're they're uh, you know they're going to be self conscious about that. My old acting teacher used to tell me that um, if you're like in a line at a grocery store and you see a headline and it makes you upset and you feel like crying, then you should just cry right there and just let it because then it it no. allow it allows <laughs> it allows that. those emotions to be right there to be called up who the hell has read a, a headline in a supermarket and or whatever to you cry? know that was just an example but it could be anything if you're watching something you know well obviously if you're that was always something. my thing because i'm such a dude or whatever i'm always like what are no, these feelings just, get out of here you're just and a so, robot and so uh then when it comes time to call those emotions up, it's like really hard because you've been stuffing them down the whole time. You're an emotional forever. robot. Yeah. I mean. You're not particularly duty. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> duty. Duty. Um, you're just, you're just very Chandler about your feelings. Yeah. 
You're like, what? I mean, yeah. You become emotional about the weirdest things. Um, anyway, yeah. So so that was just kind of something that uh, I was. It was it was kind of frustrating because I was seeing I was seeing it come from like like indie filmmakers that that had been doing it for a while. And I'm like, like, how are you like? How are you still not paying attention to your audio? And then on on this particular site that I was on, people, there were reviews, I guess, from the hosts and stuff like that. And I was really surprised that some of the reviews were like one star and literally they were like the audio was atrocious. Mm. Like they were just writing that in. Like yeah. plot was interesting, had potential, audio was sloppy, atrocious. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you just need to hear that. Yeah. I mean, because if you if that's if you're okay I mean, with that, you could be a little nicer, I guess. But yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I think the audio had potential to be better. No, you know, because you know what? Then people take that as subjective, right? right. They take that as like, oh, you know that, what the pain point of this what, film is? Like, it's just sometimes you just need to be like, bro, ma'am, sir, kids, folks. It's trash. Your audio is trash. Yeah. I didn't even want to watch this. That's how bad the audio was. You need to hear that because there's, you know, it, it, people are especially filmmakers are surrounded by yes people, right? And yeah. they're always their friends and family that think anything that they do is just so freaking wonderful. Oh my God, you recorded something on a camera, mm. you know, and, and you're God. And then you never get better because nobody's being honest with you. So when you say like, oh, maybe the audio, they're like, Psh, everyone I know loved it. Nobody said anything about the audio. Yeah, because they're freaking amateurs. They don't know anything about, you know, and they don't care. Like your mom doesn't care what this sounds like. They, she just thinks it's swell that you made a movie, right? But if you're going to start shopping this out and, and, and it, you know, forcing this on people in a film fest, yeah. you need to know that your audio is trash or that your lighting is trash. Like you have to know that. And like, if so, if enough people were like, your performance was awful, fuck. Yeah, I don't want to hear, that's not nice to hear in my eardrums, yeah. right? I'm going to go probably cry in a corner for a hot second. But then it's like, wow, my performance was really bad to a lot of people. Clearly, I need work, yeah. <laughs> right? I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Um, 10,000 unsatisfied customers cannot be wrong. You know, but if everyone's like, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was great. You were great. You were great. Then, and I yeah. wasn't great. Then I never get better, you know? So I don't know. I just, I'm kind there's, of. What is that phrase? There's, there's no two more damaging words in the English language than good. Good job. job. Something like that. I'm sure I butchered it, but you get the idea. Are you really saying that? Like, you don't know where you got that from? I know where I got it from. Oh. But I, <laughs> I don't know if that's it. it perfectly how he said yeah it was it was the gist it was the gist um so yeah that i mean that wound up becoming like its own little kind of section there just uh um there's no i don't know how how would we title that segment there's just no excuses i don't know like stop making excuses i guess just like if you're if you're making films and you've made films for years on end and you're not improving if you're if you're if your audio isn't getting better, if your performances aren't getting better, if you know, then you gotta work on that. Like, mm-hmm. I know that nothing we've done is perfect. I would never say anything that we've done is perfect, but everything we do is better than the last thing we've done. We we learn from something, and it's terribly painful on the editing floor when there's nothing you could do about it, and you discover something, right? Because you got to work around that. It's there's nothing you can do now, but there's something in that moment. Like as much as it sucks, it's like okay teachable moment yeah learning moment here right 
let's take notes on how we got to that so that we don't do that again. Uh, anyway, whatever. Um, so we had, uh, we had, uh, watched some stuff. We did. That's, that's a fact. And, uh, like with everything, when it comes to series, we like to wait. So, um, unless it's Star Wars or Marvel. Yes. Unfortunately. So now I'm I'm not happy about it either, but you goddamn people when you're spoiling stuff. So now we're going through the Obi Wan thing. I don't yeah. know, whatever. Um, so, um, I, as I as I've mentioned in, I think it was the last episode or the one before that, I've been I've been talking about how I've been kind of like on this horror movie kick, sort of like. I noticed that. I've just been like, ooh, ooh. I, I'm I'm flirting with the idea of writing a book, mm-hmm. a short, just a small book. Yep. Um, I am a librarian part-time, so I kind of, I'm allowed that. So it's like, it's less weird when a librarian's like, I'm thinking of writing a book because it's a common well, thing for librarians. I then guess, when... but even less weird that you're a writer. No, no, but like, I don't, I write scripts, you know, I've mm-hmm. never attempted, well, no, I shouldn't say I haven't, I have attempted to write uh, novels before. Um, my first, <laughs> I, I finished a novel when I was like 15. Mm. I can't even imagine how awful that must be if I what went was back. It about? I don't even remember. It was it was very like okay, so you know. So you're how a failed novelist, like I'm. A I failed am actor. absolutely a failed yeah. novelist. Um, uh, you know how like I don't like watching movies that are made by very young filmmakers because they only have young people's experience. Yeah. That's how that book was. Yeah, it was a book about being 15. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. It's funny how that happens, especially with. Um, early filmmakers like young filmmakers because they you're using your friends and you're all the, all right, the same age. Right, and that's your experience. Yeah. And and that's well, not, not to say that, it can't but work. But that's like, you know, when I started making films, everybody in my films we were all the same age because yeah. we're yeah. you know, that's the people that I hung out with, but uh yeah, it's always interesting how that happens. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I have a more mixed bag yeah. of friends age-wise like we have some friends that are like nearing 60, mm-hmm. you know, and then and and I'm 42 and so it's like and then i have friends that are 10 years younger than me so it's just like you know we're all over the place but you know i I get it people that could literally be my child literally be your children yeah um (laughs) you know when you're 20 years old you write about being 20 years old and it's it it's very uh, it takes a really special filmmaker at a young age to go past that that's Mm. like really special when you see that and it's awesome because it's like you know that you you know like they're they're probably going to be like amazing filmmakers if they have the ability yeah. at that age to like move past that. But um, yeah, so that's how that's how that book went. But anyway, so whole point was that uh, um, I've been thinking of writing kind of like a short story or a book of short stories and they they would have an eerie feel. So I've just kind of been like riding the horror wagon a lot more than I normally do. Um, and so uh, and then there's also just like I'm going to watch this because of the actors. So um, there was a film that came out in um, was it 2022? I think it was this year that that You Won't Be Alone came out. Now I was going to watch this because it's Numi Rapaz, so I'm mm-hmm. going to watch that. Yeah. Um, and uh, it had like a very A24 feel to it. Yeah. Um, I think it released on Paramount. Was it Peacock or Paramount? I don't, I don't know. It was one of those apps that we have. Um, 
And so I was super excited because I saw it like on Amazon and I was like, oh, and I had to rent it. And then it was free on one of our apps. And you learn, you got to learn. You got to go through all of them and see yeah. where, where it is. Because Apple TV <laughs> doesn't say to you, it's free over here. <laughs> They'll show yeah. you the one way that you got to pay. Um, and so I was, I was interested in seeing this. Um, it is very, very art house yeah very much so yeah. uh, so much so that it has that a24 feel yeah i kept i kept going back and forth between this film is genius and like what the fuck well so it's a writer director mm-hmm. um so it's spelled like g like goran stolevsky but i want to say it's probably like yoran stolevsky mm-hmm. um and uh i you know i love me a writer director so i'm yeah. kind of like in when it when it comes to that um, I've not seen any of their previous works that they've done. So um, this was starring uh, Numira Paz, uh, Alice. Uh, starring her, but. Well, she well, she's like the whole main part of the trailer. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, because. Um, Alice, uh, Alice um, Eng- Englert, Anna Maria Marinka, Sarah Klim- Klimoska, Carlotto Cota, Felix... Maritaud, whole bunch of people. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. It just it just keeps going, um, and so I I I watched the trailer and then stopped watching the trailer, so I wasn't really sure what I was getting into. Like I kind of I sort of went in like eighty percent blind on this. I had like an idea, but not really. Um, and so it 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 follows basically like. I want to say it follows a witch's tale, but it sort of had like a a slight devilish kind of je ne sais quoi. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demonic kind of witchy, witchy woman. Yeah. And what they did, again, spoilers, um, what they did with her, I felt was so interesting in when you contrast it with what is usually done when it comes yeah. to like a witchy demonic person. Yeah. Um, certainly not sparing in 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 the slight gore of it or the graphic nature yeah, of it, but just done in such a, I don't know. It was like the the gore, if you will, was it was extreme, but not. I don't yeah, know how yeah. to explain it because it, it it was like it was relative and and it and it made sense. But that's the weird thing is like you know if we had to pause the movie, it would you know it says the t- title of the movie, then like horror, and mm. it's like I'm like I don't really I don't really view this as a horror film. You know, it's kind of like a dramatic film with a lots of gore. You know, <laughs> you know because there's no there's no jump scares, there's no like tension necessarily. A little bit, but not drama. Like, what? <laughs> A grama. Yeah, a grama. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it it was so well done and, and I love films like this, even if I'm not like a hundred percent on board, because I just so appreciate the art. It looked great, you know, so there's you know it looks beautiful. It looked yeah. beautiful. Um, but you know, I, I appreciate this as a piece of art. Um, I don't assume that this director really had much to kind of like I mean, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't imagine that there was a lot that you know that you had to give up, you know, mm. like this filmmaker was probably like, listen, all right, uh, we need to cut the gore down 60% yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know, the set seems like he just was able to kind of like fill out the vision um, the director was. And so I really, really appreciate that. I loved like 80% of this film. There were some things where I'm just like, kind of like threw me off, but not like didn't take me out of the movie, but mm-hmm. 
I really appreciate it. I, 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 had, I, I think I'm glad films like this can still be made yeah. at this budget. It's very kind of reassuring. And, and so I hope people see it because there's so much to like about it. There's just a couple things that just, and it's subjective, right? But they were just kind of like a little weird to me. But it, but the whole, the concept, brilliant. The, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the whole, everything, it was just stupid little nitpicky things. Because when you have a film like this, for me anyway. what what were, I'm curious, what were the nitpicky well, things now? Just for some reason, when they would just take the um, the innards of, uh-huh. of a person or an animal and then just shove them in their chest I in like a that. cavity that's interesting that just was so like weird that. to me it's it was interesting i'm not saying like it ruined the movie for me or anything it was just kind of like this weird thing i don't know it just was like i of, think it's I, I it's literal and it's symbolic it's it's in the, it's ingesting that person but in a in a yeah. different way becoming that person and then sort of holding them it was just getting was what just... you needed from them because then when they were done with that body right they would literally have to pull those pieces out yeah, of yeah. themselves and f- drop them all over the yeah. floor so it was that like literally using that person like their their soul and their body yeah. using it and keeping that i thought was really interesting See, that these things are subjective right to mm-hmm. one person it's like could have lived without that for me i was like oh what a creative way because normally Super creative. they would have had not, them like I, i'm not get down on all fours and drink their blood or yeah eat their heart or something stupid like that but i was like who was like you know what let's do a like so for me my only thing with that was that it it was kind of a little bit like it was a little bit like fluffy right let's say to have it be like she waves her hand and makes this scar and yeah. now, you know, like that, I wish that how that got there would have been different. Like if it hadn't been a design, but just actually been like she sliced her with her finger mm-hmm. and then now it was like a pocket. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit like, you know, the fact that it was like a symbol or whatever. I was I'm like, how do you hide that? But anyway, <laughs> that's but I, that's minor. Yeah, I just love this. And their relationship was really interesting. Yeah. And uh, just the concept of uh, of going through this life and and not knowing uh how to function you know the mm-hmm. whole like fish out of water thing was really interesting and kind of made sense in that way and um yeah i don't know it was it was just it was just really well done. i thought like um, it needed a little bit more new me but that's fine it needed a lot more new me but what doesn't really yeah. um i i guess like if i had to be nitpicky about something for me it was like just the concept of her being raised in this cave I thought like she didn't seem to have like yeah living quarters. It was like so she just so she just left her there as a baby and then will like come back and feed her or change her or like mm. bathe her. Like I don't you know what I mean? Like how did she did she never get an infection? I don't know. Like yeah. at these times people got sick over everything. Yeah. Um so you know, but again, it's it's a movie about a witch that you know ingests people through her collarbone so i mean you know you you have to take it with a grain of salt but i thought it was really interesting that the actress also who played like the initial girl Mm. um who kind of goes through this um i thought all of that was really interesting it was really heartbreaking when she finally did get a person and then had them taken away as you knew he would be you know you knew that that would happen um but I actually like when I realized I was like, oh, God, they're actually stuffing that person 
into you and then because i didn't know at first when she was like dropping the chunks i'm like where is this coming from (laughs) what is the then i was like oh shit like she's done with that form and now she has to literally like imagine just like frolicking through a field and being like oh chunks of a person Um, oh i know what the other thing i just thought the other thing um and i'm sure it was an artistic choice but the voiceover Mm -hmm. which i was fine with but the whole effect that it had on, like you were talking too close to the microphone. Yes, yes. That I was kind of like one hundred percent. Give you that. I didn't like that sound. I mean, I get the, I, I get the, the concept of it. Like it's possibly it's a, being whispered to you, or or, a, or, or yeah, something I think like it's that, supposed but, to be also kind of unnerving. Yeah, yeah. And I get all it's that, just but annoying. it's just, but it, yeah, maybe it was done too well. I wasn't unnerved. <laughs> I was just annoyed. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't love that. I mean, maybe it's because we're so obsessed with the perfection it's just like you the cinematography is so beautiful the lighting and costume yeah. and everything and the you know hair and makeup and stuff and then it's like this weird crunchy audio and it's yeah. like ah and it, it sounded bad which was clearly on purpose because right. it's not like they didn't have the there's no way they didn't that, know that but, um yeah so i'm sure it's also not the whole time yeah right it's you know it's just like during those moments like the yeah. audio is perfect otherwise and outside of those ones yeah i i definitely did not really love that um but I just thought, like, this is one of those movies that just really toes the line of, like, art house and then pretension, right? Like, you're yeah. right. You are on the cusp. <laughs> just You know, we say that a lot. Really, and I, really I wonder like, if we're just more tolerant now. Of pretension? Yeah, or if it's people... Pos- I can... Listen... I would not be surprised at all if somebody was like, that's the most pretentious oh, I'm sure, fucking yeah. film, like bullshit. I didn't like it, right? This film was made for four filmmakers. This There's no normal person that's going to go watch that and be like, this was brilliant. There's no action scenes. Well, or, cinephiles. Yeah, yeah, they they will. People who, people who yeah, like I guess film. So. Sure, yeah. People who like film, who will watch obscure film, uh, mm. i.e. people who watch it with Tilda Swinton because she yeah. loves to do stuff like that. Like those types of like the movie is mostly audio, but there's hardly any dialogue. You know that I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the times I don't really go for those films because like I'm just like, all right, here we go. Like, I know this is just going to be pretension packed onto pretension. But this for me was really creative. It was it was new. It was fresh. It was unique. But. Just kind of done in that art housey way, which I did love. So um, I'm really glad that I watched this movie. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was not very much dialogue because there was so much performance. There was so much to think about that you were just watching it. You, it's a film that you watch. As weird as that sounds, right? It's a film that you actually have to watch. You don't. It's not so much about what you're listening to. It's about what you're seeing happen because yeah. that they're, they're not needing to f- sort of vocalize a lot of that with, with the, that type of imagery. But I thought it was really interesting. I mean, even like the the witch herself, it was like she was the villain, but you kind of felt for her. What she's do- what yeah. she was doing was yeah, yeah. horrible, but Especially... she had like she had a pessimism that I can get on board with is what <laughs> sure. I'm saying. Right. Where it sure. was like, all right, listen, this is all mean, but she had a point. She kind of had a point. Um, and it wasn't like she was just mean for the sake of it. They did give you that origin story of how she got to this point. Yeah. But um, even just from the jump, you know, like there was this very eerie feeling immediately. And yeah. I knew when the mom turned around, like something was going to be up. Yeah. Um, 
And just like the just just that imagery, you know, like turning around and having someone looking completely burned, just holding your baby and being oh, like, yeah. uh and the, you know, the way uh the way she immediately was like, Listen, I'll give you one of the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> she was so awesome. It was kind of funny because she terrible, was so annoyed like, with this kid and then the minute yeah. it was threatened to be taken away, she was like pleading. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll give which, you one. which sums up parenthood. Parenthood, yeah. yeah. Um you know, there's plenty of other kids. So I'll give you one of those yeah. other kids. I'll help you. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, having her just sort of be tethered like that yeah. uh, was, was really interesting. And anyway, I thought it was really, really good. Really good. Me likes. Yep. <laughs> you should watch it. If I mean, we've ruined it. So t- if you're listening, if you listen to our show, you should have watched these things. Yeah. Well, it's not like we give out, a, you know, any advance warning, we sh- which we should do. What are you talking about? The whole the whole show is literally like we watched. We where it's a review. Like so, how no, can I, I know, review something like, without like? If we tell, if we send out messages on Wednesday and say, "Hey, this weekend we're going to review this," so watch it. Sometimes I don't know what the hell I'm watching, yeah. sir. Or um, we watch so many things we don't know which ones we're going to review. I will sometimes say at the end, like, "Hey, we're going to be reviewing yeah. this or whatever." But you know, if, like, listens to the end of you anything. should never jump onto a podcast that's reviewing a film and assume that you're not going to get spoilers. Um, spoilers up ahead spoilers jeez um so we finished the second season of the flight attendant we reviewed the first season i think over the pandemic is that when we watched that I the very so. beginning kind of yeah, we literally just watched the last kind of the, the beginnings of of the pandemic i think we've sort of uh stumbled upon it and uh you know we talked about this in our initial review of season one, where it was just like, you know, we are fans of Big Bang Theory. I know people are like, whatever. For it's all you people that watch Modern Family and This Is Us, give me a fucking break. See, like, I can boo you too. Yeah. I just, I can't with those shows. It's subjective, right? You watch what you want. I like Big Bang Theory. It fucking cracks me up. So, you know, there was that whole like, oh, it's Penny. Yeah. You know, it's like, Kaylee Cuoco and I listen Kaylee Cuoco will always be Penny Sheldon will always be Sheldon you know what sure. I mean like Jim Parsons is always going to be Sheldon that's just how that is um and so I fell into the to to the the, the assumption that like I was going to get Penny mm-hmm. uh Penny level acting yeah and we really enjoyed the first season we're we like did, oh yeah. okay like this is actually a really good show and I was excited that season two came out um so this time i think uh so there were a couple directors but there's a director literally called silver tree never heard of her before she did most of them she did five of them of the eight episodes Mm -hmm. i want to say um and then there were i don't know actually because how many episodes were? oh i'm sorry 16 episodes yeah there was eight this and then Right, total. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she did, so she, uh, I don't know, I think she did most of them for season two, but I didn't realize there were that many for season one that people were doing like two, 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 and uh-huh. two. Um, I, I mean, it was, it's been a while. So um, she did, I think, most of them for this, most if not all for this season. Um, And uh, what was, the, what, like how many episodes were there this? Eight. Eight, right, so eight yeah. each season. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, this is uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Is it Zosha? Uh, Zosha? I don't know. Zosha? Um, Mamet or Mamet? 
I want to say Mamet because yeah. I think of Mamet. Um, Griffin Matthews, Rosie Perez, um, Billy, <laughs> uh, Dennis Akdenis. Nailed it. Probably. I don't know. T.R. Knight, a uh, bunch of freaking people. And then, the, you know, you had people like that were in the first season and all that stuff. Um, so, uh, Christopher Bojalian. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, the writers, Ryan Jennifer Jones, bunch of, there's a bunch of people involved. It's always a bunch of people involved. Yep. Um, so as much as I loved the, the first season or really enjoyed it and, and was like pleasantly surprised, I feel like Kaylee Cuoco, she like went to bed somewhere between season one and season two and then woke up and just like fucking brought the bar up with her. You know, I'm so... And I was like, what is this? Yeah, I was so... I was expecting season one vibes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And I got something else. Yeah, I was so stinking proud of her. <laughs> I know. Um, because look, it's... it's Even... even I, I probably mentioned it in, in, in the, our review of season one that like I was like, okay, you know, she's got some... She can act. Like she's not just... She's not just Penny. She's not just Penny. But yeah, this season, I mean... My girl was crying and, you know, I'm big on like watching really intently watching her performance and seeing if that character's in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and she, you know, she was just balling up a storm, this whole like frantic, like in season two, she's like going completely like frantic and like, and to keep that energy up mm. from scene to scene to scene and to go where Without she went emotionally. Obnoxious. Yeah, um, yeah. I think she just. I would not be surprised if she got. I think her. I, th- I don't know if she got a, a, an award nomination last season for her th- work. I know the show got some, but I would. I would. If, but like, I would like to see that. Such a significant difference. Oh yeah. From season one, and like that's but, amazing to see. Like that's think, amazing to see. I think she was. She. I. I think. Um, just because I've watched some interviews of her when the show was coming out and stuff to kind of get a feel for the vibe of of the tone of it and everything, and I love the tone of it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of the show, especially season two. I think season two is kind of like season one was really good, but season two is like really like found its footing. Um, but I think mostly I, because I feel of the like, performance, like it yeah, just went. But up. I feel like she was probably a little hesitant in season one because she had never taken on such a big thing before. It's yeah, dra- sort of dramatic. You know, there's funny parts there's levity in it for sure but but i think yeah this season she just went for it and it paid off big time because it was like uh it was it was just really she really kind of blew me away and then on top of it i love when people mainly actresses because i feel like for actors it's it's easier but when actresses take on an entire project like this is her project Mm -hmm. you know um Sophia Bush does the same thing. She she builds projects, and so I love what to see to see actors do that because it just shows how invested they are in what they're creating. Right. Not that there's anything with wrong with being an actor for hire at all, but I just know that if this person is in in this show like well, the personal. way that she is, it's exactly it's personal, and so um, I may still hate it, but I'll know that this is really close to what this person it was envisioning. I'm interested to see. Um, if they'll continue it or not, because season yeah, two kinda... was never supposed to happen. Yeah. And season two sort of like it could it end there. Like, rap, yeah, it felt up-y. like, all right, 
that's that. You Although know, the so two friends starting a PI business could be that could be some pretty interesting show in and of itself. That could be something. So yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know where because you kind like you kind of have to let go of the like CIA oopsies. Right, because yeah. we've had like two seasons of the like this, well, this kind of happening. Yeah. I mean, now she's like working with the CIA, but like you had that whole thing in first season, then you kind of continued it into the second season. You're like, well, how many times is that really going to happen? You know yeah. what I mean? So it would be interesting if it's a whole different thing because it's the PI yeah, thing. They would and... really have to like try to find it, which they I think they did from season one to season two. They kind of found that angle of actually now being involved in this CIA and, yeah. and that sort of stuff, and um. But it kind of usually hinders on one main kind of arc, right? Mm. One main kind of topic or, or adventure, I guess, for lack of a better word. But like having a season three where like you can see her working with the two her two friends and, and doing things almost like a like a monster of the week type of thing. You know, yeah. like a, that could be an interesting thing. I mean, I don't know. I felt I almost just, like it was two different shows. Yeah. Was that well, that's what I'm saying. Like season three, because I love the, you know, I love what they did with the gimmick in this, where she w- was going in her own head and had all these personalities of herself. I thought that was a really clever way of of keeping that same motif that they had in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think for season three to work, I would would not mind a season three at all because I, I really like this character. I like all the characters in it, especially if she's gonna get better. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, I would like to see them kind of like this to be a series i can see this going a couple of seasons if they find really interesting ways to kind of reinvent what they're doing yeah um yeah but, you would need to do that because yeah uh, like i don't want to see yeah. another season of like, this oh i'm a frantic cia person yeah like, it would, yeah it would have to be you know um but i feel like you know it's possible i know it's based on a book so i don't know how much of the book i don't know i feel like season one was probably the book this was probably their own doing mm-hmm. that would be my guess i don't know I'm sure I could I Google it and find it. out in three seconds, but to read that and see. Uh, I'm gonna do the research, but yeah, I mean, she. This was this this show was all... on our podcast. I don't really want to do the research. Yeah, I don't want to really do <laughs> the research because I just thought of it. You know, those things go hand in hand. Yeah, Perfect. What could go wrong? Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm. It just makes me more excited for her as an actor to kind of see, even if she doesn't do another season of what she's what is she going to do next you know because she yeah. could have easily just rode the whole like penny thing and just done like comedies you know Very just safe. done those big that's the thing big like budget if somebody comedies. said she done like, safe things but she really took a swing if i had to sum up K- kaylee cuoco i'd be like she was a safe actor like penny's a safe character there's oh, nothing God, particularly yeah. like that's the thing is that like she's penny and i can only picture her as penny and she did funny shit you know frankenzie and, yeah. that, you know, like the, she had like she brought things to it. But when you watch like the first several episodes, most of the first season of Big Bang Theory, like she didn't really she was like anybody could have played that. Right. Yeah. And she didn't start to come into the character until a little bit later. And she mm-hmm. started to kind of bring things in there. But she was it's a very safe, like blonde, you yeah. know, like very like dingy kind of character. Yeah. That's like, I don't get it. And, you know, that that can be entertaining. Of course, but it's like we had many seasons of that. And so I guess that that was just I was I I was sort of jaded when the show came out because I'm like, I mean, we actually watched a film with her, too. Right. When she played a writer and we're like, well, it's all right. Like she was OK. Like um, watch the indie film, indie film with her. So it's not like we hadn't seen her outside of things. But um, and then she was in the window in 
that Seth MacFarlane film. Which one? Yeah, there was some film that Seth MacFarlane did, A Thousand Ways to Die in the West or oh, something okay, like that. Oh, okay, yeah. And she was like literally in a window and like closed it. She was like an extra in that film. Oh, that's Yeah, weird. I don't know why. I don't know how that came to be. There's probably a funny story there. But yeah, hmm. I remember I remember her talking about it in an interview like, oh, yeah. Huh. I don't think I've actually seen that film. I don't think I have either. I've seen pieces of it, but not like the whole thing. But uh, yeah, so I guess like I was I was a bit jaded and I thought like, mm, you know, but it seemed interesting enough. And uh, the writing was really good. And mm-hmm. uh, I still think of, of her as Shosh. <laughs> so yeah. I always say Sh- it's always Shoshana. Yeah. Um, you know, her character was really good. She ha- Like for me, she shined in season one. Shosh was like the one that yeah. I was like, because she had this like dry wit about her yeah, this kind and of awkward, kind and, of funny, and thing, uh, uh, the um, boyfriend. Well, her her now husband, yeah, I guess, husband right, now, yeah. uh, Max. So it was like Max and Annie were like kind of the really entertaining characters for me in season one, mm. and in this one, like Kaylee stole the show yeah. back, which she, you know, but I think that they, I, I, I like their chemistry, like all three of them. They but have those such two, a good, those yeah. two especially have really, really great chemistry as a couple. Like that, that energy is really. I mean, he's got a probably invested some shirts, but his. Uh... So listen, <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that you're you know as as the creators of this show, right? You're like, look, there's an opportunity here. Um, you know, homie's got he's got a nice situation. I guess we're gonna have some quote cleavage. We're gonna need some some Max. What was Which the Max? there there was there wasn't much cleavage in this. There no, was no. more in season one, right? But like the amount of times well, there was a sex scene. It's true, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the amount of times that Max was caught shirtless in in situations it's where like a, he didn't need to yeah. be. Was a bit over. <laughs> That's your flight attendant season two drinking game. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, uh, like, listen, it's not like two rights make not uh, you know two wrongs make a right. I get it. Um, but like they've been doing this to women for so oh long God. that I'm like, you know what? How does it feel? Yeah. But it just, I don't know. It just got That's to a point where I was, I was like, like, all right, all right, like yeah. we get it. He ha- he works out. <laughs> and that and that was the that was the thing that I I, I loved about the show so much is because like penny you know there was a certain like kind of sexy angle that she had right, of course, she was yeah. playing on that and like this especially i can't remember season one what if if that was the case but definitely in season two it's like we didn't have to rest on that like she's a strong enough actor we we and know what's going not, on under there like yeah, we didn't yeah. need to see it every five and so seconds the fact that like she can just rely on that um was was so good to see and, and i'm not saying that like people that do that aren't strong actors obviously that's not the case but um i'm glad i'm glad the show not her specifically also the actors rarely are the ones that make that decision i'm saying i'm I'm glad the show didn't feel the need to go there and and it's more than likely because she's running the show she's she's, she's like i don't need to be fucking you know in my my bra all the time yeah yeah just when i'm having sex like a normal person (laughs) it's like everybody (laughs) who has sex with their bra on um yeah i i I, I personally love sad gothic. Uh, that's my favorite. Kaylee, too. like yeah. that. Uh, that that's my that was my favorite one. Yep. Um, and jeans, a shirt, and some dark eye makeup. Yeah, like I'm a sloppy a sloppy baggy shirt, 
boots, messy hair. jeans, messy hair. That's like yeah. your that's like your wheelhouse there. Yeah. Like you love that. That's um, the, uh, the 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 female emo trifecta. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like that was my favorite Cassie. Yeah. Like was just like that e- that kind of like emo Cassie, yeah. uh, which isn't like terribly far off from who she kind of is. like she's not like yeah. glamoury all and the time she has this thing and the thing with kaylee cuoco is i mean i love her she's a and i'm really glad to see her like acting her face off but like she does have kind of this like resting duck face oh she always has yeah you penny because she so, had that like, as penny yeah she had that i mean i think that's just that's just her it was really exaggerated in as penny yeah in big bang it was all over the place and so despite that like it was a it, i don't know it was just kind of like a funny little tick of hers that that you notice from time yeah to time. she widens her eyes yeah. like she she does she she's really good at to, which you can what i'm assuming is probably just a face that she makes where yeah. like when you're listening to something that's completely ridiculous and you're trying to keep it together she does this yeah, like yeah. wide-eyed like yeah. she's waiting for you to finish like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and uh but yeah like just it, it Again, I don't want to focus on somebody being a strong actor because they can cry, which she can. She's she does the waterworks sure. like she's it's it comes it seems to come easier to her now. Yeah. Um, but it's more than that. It's not just the waterworks. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's it like like I've said like I've said to you, it's in those moments where somebody is trying their best to keep their shit together because yeah. when you are emotional, that's usually what you're doing. It's like just keep your shit together enough for long yeah. enough so and we can was... get into a car and cry where nobody could yeah. see us. And... It's those moments, those moments with Sharon Stone where, you know, as her mother, she's, it's this troubled relationship and she's doing her best to just kind of hold it together. She fails, but in the best way, right? Yeah. And it's the most realistic way. Right. And not even just with crying, just in general, like her entire basically her her entire mantra this season was just this chaotic energy mm-hmm. but of her trying to hold it together mm-hmm. and it, it not really working that well and and just being able to play that it's just like i said before it's got to be exhausting a um <laughs> but also like uh just just layering that performance like it's so easy to take this and just go crazy with it right and just yeah. oh my god my my life's crazy but to be able to like Beyond that edge. Which was kind of how it was in season one. Like season one was a good show, but like she was just kind of frantic for the sake of being frantic a lot of the time. And it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know if she got like a coach or what, like if she was just rehearsing more or not, or like, I don't know what she did, but like she just upped her game massively. And it did, it doesn't take away from season one. It's still a good show, but you can see where she's, far more seasoned in her yeah. acting here she just really like like i said she just went to bed took yeah. the bar and just fucking raised it and then went with it and it was like okay like that's awesome and uh, also her the, we didn't have that much shame in this uh season but we really i really loved her like shane was another one actually in season one like when they went to that big party the cia remember? guy yeah she and like he didn't know what they were actually there for or something like that, yeah. that like he has, you know, I mean, it's in the writing, but also in the delivery of his quips, he has this just like really dry humor. Cause yeah. he's just had enough of her shit, but yeah. they're still friends. Yeah. That, um, that I liked that relationship. I would have liked, they're just, it just seemed to be like, 
he was really sick of her a lot. And I would have liked yeah. to have seen a couple little moments here and there of them just being their old selves. He was kind of scoldy. Yeah, yeah, but then also, like, that wasn't real. Like, it was, but it yeah, wasn't, right? So. Because he was he was a CIA yeah. agent that whole time, and we were thinking them, of them as friends, and he was kind of playing a part. So I guess, like, in season two... It's where, like, she grew on him, but he still was like, I yeah. cannot with this woman, you yeah. know? I mean, and that 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 chemistry is funny, right? They're like, oh, my God, I can't with you, but I love you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I wish it was a little bit more playful, but I yeah, guess he couldn't be because it, yeah. he was, you know, this yeah. is who he really is, is he's yeah. really an agent. Like the fact that she kept basically outing him as a CIA <laughs> agent to everybody, and he's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> he, he's really good. I, I really yeah, love that good. character. Um they just it was it was cast he, he's really another good. one too like he, he he played that character so subtle right it could have easily been like um kind of just kind of gone over the top with it or you know? snarky yeah, he could have come off as really but, snarky but to be able to play that kind of like i'm annoyed with you but i but you can see that there is that i mean season one helped obviously but you could tell that there is this genuine um like that he has for her mm-hmm. um I will say my my one I have one little complaint was that like I figured out the twist in like the second episode. Yeah. Like well, they, I didn't it figure didn't... out the, the short haired character. I didn't get her. In... I knew she was involved somehow. I just didn't oh. see that part coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah. We knew there was something up with her. No, I'm talking about Dot. 100% knew Dot was involved. Like as soon as Dot, I was like, yeah, that's going to be she's a major She's a major part of the plot to us. Yeah. I already know it. Yeah. I wish they was a little bit. It was a little bit sloppy with that. Yeah. It just it seems you know so it's, so obvious. It's so hard to do nowadays because everybody is watching the show, and their whole entire goal is to figure it out. Right. Yeah, you know? I, I know. So I get it. You can be creative with misleads and this and that, but I feel like it's so, it's got to be so hard to 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 control an audience that way it was more in the way she played it like she played it like a villain i guess and i I was just like there's it's not even like it's really not even covert like it's just kind of obvious that she's i don't know she'll always be dr cox's sister i I didn't (laughs) i didn't love that that i was like oh i already know she's gonna so it kind of like started to take away because i'm like oh look at like let's just get to where we figure it out because we know it's her but um i yeah, it, it was it was a really good season, and I'm I'm happy that this show is is like st- it still went on for that they gave it a season two, and I mm-hmm. hope they give it a season three, but just kind of like start twisting it a bit more in a different direction. Yeah, because um, like how many times can she fumble over the same thing? I'm saying that PI service that's that's a good season three. I mean, hook. Yeah, I I hope I don't know. I hope they do that. How she's gonna be crazy in it, you know? But we'll see. I don't know. So uh, some case will do yeah. its thing or whatever. Like we still don't know what's going on with the Koreans. Like she's in well, witness protection, yeah. but like there could still be shit that's going on. Yeah, you know, like we don't know what's going on. I feel like that's kind of like it with that. She's. She I mean, the husband the... really went back to her though. Yeah. Like, um, I, mean, I mean, I guess he has to be in witness protection. I'd be like, you can put me somewhere else. Yeah. She's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> she almost killed us. Go to Alaska. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Iceland, Iceland. Iceland, thank you. Um, yeah. Can it, you go to other countries and witness protection? I don't know, actually. Mm. I'm not sure. That might be tough to keep an eye on you because then, like, they literally have to have somebody overseas yeah. with you all the time. Um. Anyway, it it was it was it was a really good season. 
she acted her face off, which was just like, it was so cool to see. I mean, to when you are sharing a scene, she shared a scene with Sharon Stone and stole it. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not, you know, that's and not Sharon an easy Stone thing did, to do. You know, she, you know, she, Sharon Stone, she's yeah. a good actor. And so she, she definitely didn't like phone it in either. No, no. Like, it's like, she, she did great, but I'm just saying like, it no, yeah, was really, an, that, it was an accomplishment yeah. to be able to, to, to hold your own in that scene. And at no point was I like, oh, you know, this was Sharon's scene. It was like, nope, she's still, she was still bringing it. And, uh. I don't know. Like we're proud of her, like we know her or something. Yeah. <laughs> you go. I guess you maybe go. like watching Big Bang. Watch that we're like, years. yeah. But could you just like... put your phone on vibrate for the love of God? <laughs> uh, 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 I yeah. need. <laughs> I get the comedic value of the ringtone, but it's it like, was a lot. It was a lot. It was like uh, it was constant. It wasn't annoying or anything, but it's just like I. I feel like if you're in her position, the last thing you want is a noisy cell phone when you're like running and hiding from people and stuff. Yeah. Like, so I think it went off at one particular bad time. Yeah, it was uh, it, it, was, a lot, it was a lot of phone ringing. But you go, Kaylee. Good you show. You go, Kaylee. We're so proud of you. Mm -hmm. I know that that's all you needed to hear in your life yep. was a boost of confidence from the likes of us. That's right. Um, so uh, I have no idea what's going on next week, honestly. Um, but well, I'm, I'm sure we're going to watch stuff. There yeah. is... Um, it's a sci-fi horror-esque film that um, I don't know if I'm going to get to watch. I, I would like to watch that soon. You're going to make us watch Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Just got to see where it goes at this point, you know? I guess we'll talk about that next week. Well, this is the uh, first I mean, part of season, the final season. They, oh, they, that's they right. They're up splitting like it. They're splitting it. Yeah, so are we going to wait until the whole thing's over? No. I won't even really care to talk about it by then. No, I'm not going to wait because I don't. No, but I, I mean, like, care. are we going to talk about the first season? Oh, the first half. No, or the first I, half and then second no, we'll half. Are we not even talking about this? We will once it's over. Are we going to talk about how we don't want to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a whole like thing. I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm just over it. Like they, they're they're grown. They're not little kids anymore. It's just but maybe weird. they don't have to be if the storytelling's they good. They do. I don't know. That's that's eighty percent of the lure of this show was that it was kids. It was, it was, it was the eighties movies that we had. Right? There's the irony. It's set in the eighties, and it gave us that. It had that feel of the way movies used to be made and shows used to be made. Like we didn't. No, season one we don't just have so that. Good. Season one was so good, and then it was just like. It lost its magic. And then by the time they got older, it was just like, what is this? Like, it just didn't feel the same. It didn't have the same, like, creep factor to it. You know what I mean? Like, so many things got answered. And then they kind of, like, started going over the top to just sort of excuse the story and keep it going. And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not about it. I don't know. Like, season one... It was it for me i felt like they should have just left it there or just followed more of that theme maybe filmed that for longer and split it i know they have to like see how it's going to yeah. do in terms of ratings but uh, i i'm i am so not well, excited know, about watching sometimes this. shows get another season before they even come out I, like Halo got a second season. Andor they had got to a have second known season. it was going to do like it was anything that's like, oh, it's based in the 80s. Like that's going to do well to an extent anyway. Yeah. But 
I don't know. It, it just, uh, I, I really would like, I'm glad that this is the end of it because I'm, I'm so sick. And it was, it's been like years, literally been years. Yeah. Um, also. Yeah, I think three years since the last one, I think they said. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, two. like, I'm going to briefly, because I, I can't, I, I just can't even get into details of it. The Willow. I haven't seen the trailer. I, I can't. Again, I'm gonna watch like, it. like with every, the hell you are, you don't, you're not, you've never been a fan nope, of Willow. It's, it's it's the least bit sci-fi or fantasy. I'm gonna watch it. You have never been. I'm, a I'm fan gonna watch of Lord Willow. of the Rings. Don't care about it. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings is different. Yeah, Willow is very specific. That is, I liked Willow. Like, Willow was one of my top ten movies even, as a kid. But there's no way that there's Peck. no there's no world <laughs> there's no world in which I won't watch a Willow series, dude. Even if it's just to watch the train wreck. Watch it at your computer because I don't want to see my childhood ruined like yeah. this. I don't, I, don't I literally the, don't, don't want to watch it. I don't have the affinity it. for it, though, that you do either. I know? have a massive affinity. Like, yeah. I know the dialogue. I can go along the dialogue of that movie. I have been saying peck, 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 peck for years out of the way, Peck. I mean, we say that all the time. It was a massive like daily movie for me. Yeah, way, I peck. call you a Peck every day in the kitchen when you're in my way like it was a massive movie for me like mad martigan like first of all how do you you can't like you can't do this show without val kilmer we'll have to do a cg val kilmer no it's no you can't like i appreciate i don't know like i i i, I can't like yes they did bring some of the characters back i don't know if a laura dannon's in it like i don't know if they actually bring it because like i i Watched part of the trailer and I was like, I, I can't with this. It, it was just, it was too much. It was too much. It was like, it was so basic in the way every sci-fi sort of show is made now. And it was cast like, which is just a bunch of fucking kids. Like, I don't, what is with all these fucking kids? I don't give a shit about young kids. Yeah, you gotta bring there in was, the new there, audience. The youngest kids in that movie were his children and Alora. Those were the only a baby, and then the and then his, yeah. his two children, which were barely in it. You know what I mean? Now it became like this like teen sci fi thing, and I'm like, no, you I'm have done. To have teen sci fi. I'm done. I I can't. I you you can't watch. I cannot be present for that. It's going <laughs> to upset me. <Yeah. laughs> like, I'll watch it when you're at work. I'm done. I'm out. I won't do it. Um, we will not be reviewing that. <laughs> mm. Like it didn't freaking. What's next? Never ending story get out of here yeah shout outs mograph i'm all worked up yeah i'm sorry i just i i hate shit like this like nobody asked for this this didn't need to be made leave it just leave it else. where it was oh, man. there was something else they remade too like a pretty big old movie that i was going to tell you about and i can't remember what it is there's oh, so many man. things that yeah, they're doing that so too. I'm anyway. sure they're going to destroy destroy our childhood yeah. in many many but more. It, but it, but at the same scenarios. time, it's like even if these this show comes out and you watch it and it's crap, you still that first one still exists. It doesn't yeah, but ruin this it. does nothing for it. No, but it's 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 like the watching point its own of thing. A, the point of continuing this even with the same actors would be for it to be good. And I saw that trailer and I was like, this looks awful. My God, speaking of awful. Listen, I don't know who was in charge of She-Hulk. She all right, guys, gals, all of you, 
just maybe like lay off the peyote or whatever the fuck it is you're so on. So here's the thing like, with this that. This is I really awful. I haven't, um, I haven't verified this. I just heard this before, like earlier. That did they Sonic the Hedgehog this to like see how many people would well, be like allegedly, no? which I'll probably go check now. Which again could have done re- research, but I just, but I, ju- I literally <laughs> just heard this, and I don't, I don't know if it's true, but that if you go to the Disney site and watch the trailer now, they've actually, I guess improve the renders of the shots what was the point of not of releasing that with know. the renders that's what i thought but i i had read it and so i i wanted to kind of go verify it so um you be the judge watch the youtube this, version this and then watch like the disney th- Plus this version. is like the 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 typical like disney I, marvel trope of like all right fine uh, here it's focused on a female uh put like minimal effort into it oh look it, it, uh, it didn't work like well, you well, gave it minimal effort. You just Wonder Woman this shit. Yeah. I will it, say though that the tone of the trailer, I loved it. Like the tone of it. Like if the if the effects were good, I would have been like, it was oh, a this trailer. is amazing. I know, but there the was to- nothing but still the tone of it trailer. I really I really dug. It had the tone of a trailer, which is the job of a trailer. No, but, yeah, to be but trailer-y. it gives you the tone of the show. If the tone of the show is like the tone of the trailer, then <laughs> the tone of the show. I don't want to say tone anymore. A hot pile of garbage. <laughs> that's that's the T O N E, sir. We'll see. They have uh, they have like three months. We'll see what happens. How the fuck do you have Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana Maslany at your beck and call, and this is what you come up well, with? Because here's the thing: it's nine episodes, right? So that's not, oh, roughly nine hours. Well, it's probably like less because they're usually like forty five minutes. But you figure eight hours of footage you have to shoot and when you have a movie it costs 200 million dollars that's 100 million dollars an hour oh i'm sorry i didn't realize that they were incapable of doing their job which is of making films that are predominantly graphics that's what you do that's it's a fucking superhero movie that's your job look i'm not defending it i'm just saying why this happens it why did it happen because I so think... what's how how did that not happen on every other Marvel show where the where the lead was male? Well, like how what? did we not me- the, the mess up all the show, other show Marvel vis- shows movies? My fucking god, the Avengers and all these things. How like did anybody walk out of any of those Avenger movies and go like, my god, the graphics, the graphics were awful? No, no. Well, those are you movies, never so say that. Easier to have good graphics in there. Because you you, n- have you less... never say that because it. They, they've yeah. they've done Look, their job. The show it it it, it every Marvel show that you watched, don't... all of their effects and their flippies and all their shit yeah. and the monsters that they created, all did their job. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what a kawinky dink! It's just this hard for me to take because uh, I love Tatiana Maslany. Of course, she's the, uh, the like the one of the best actors of our time. And Patty so, cakes, we get it. Like we're know, watching. Mark Ruffalo is. Just, I just said you have Maslany and Ruffalo, and this is but what that's you why do with I, it. I'm like I, I'm I'm going to be living in a little bit of denial when it comes to this. Property. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't I don't even think you're living in denial. I think you've just permanently parked there. You've re- retired. Yeah. You've retired in denial because that looked awful. Awful. It looked absolutely awful. And for me, it wasn't even just it wasn't even just the graphics. Like, uh, I'm going to poo-poo your tone and just be like, this is what we're coming up with. Like getting drunk in a bar and like being a girl and like love. I'm looking for love. Like, oh, God. 
Yeah, I the mean, fuck, man! Like it's always the same shit. This it's next always trailer comes like, out, and there's more story to it. We can kind of judge it more, but yeah, there was like there's like the scene where she is she Hulk, and her friends are like, "Oh my god, your ass!" Yeah, it's like, just so stupid. Like <laughs> it's it's so typical, and I'm like, my god, this is. It's it's always with female characters. Like but you can't I, I, tell me you couldn't ha- you couldn't have written that knowing, better. Knowing her as well as I do, you know, like because <laughs> we close like that. Yeah, we met her, you know, obviously. So that means well, we're we best, did. We're besties. We did, but um, I would have a hard time imagining her taking on a project, even for the money. She that... doesn't know what this is going to look like. You're, that's what I'm well, saying. No, I'm not talking about the looks. I'm talking about like the the the, the message behind it. You know. So I, I'm hoping that these are just shots they picked Listen, just to be like whatever and annoying. But Miss Ma'am got paid, okay? Like they did, were like, "Look, you're but, like, it's fucking Disney. Like you're getting paid," and she was like, "Fine," and she did it. So like, I'm not gonna shit on her for getting her paycheck, right? Like you're gonna do it, but I'm pretty sure that she hoped this would look better than it actually did. You know, it's funny because she's been completely silent on. Yeah, I'm saying media. like that. I don't know. Been she's been silent for a while. Years, yeah. yeah, she's been silent for a she's while ever since ever since the breakup. I don't know. I'm going to get gossipy here. Like we haven't really heard from you ever since things kind of, you know, went south with mm-hmm. Tom, um, who I, don't know. I, uh, I think is just adorbs. I don't I mean, look, I'm not judging. Yeah. You're both adorbs. But uh, like what happened? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? It was. Yeah. So I'm interested both of you to gorge see. Balls. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's just to see where 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 it goes. Like she hasn't, uh, like to say like, oh, she's silent, but it's like right, but you know, this is this is Disney, right? So I'd assume like the PR was probably like, uh, we need you to up yeah, shit up um, and uh, start talking and pretending like you give a crap because they, that's your job and they don't make all Mark of that. Ruffalo do that, I don't think. It's Mark Ruffalo and he's a guy and he doesn't have to do that. But yeah. like when Captain Marvel came out because she didn't yeah, yeah. smile hard enough, everybody wanted to have her assassinated. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just, maybe they learned from that. I don't know. Maybe she was like, hey, you can have me, but I'm also not doing X, Y, and Z. And they just accepted it. But like they, they did my girl dirty is what I'm saying. After having seen that trailer, if they they don't hedgehog this and fix their mistakes because it's not out yet, we have a little bit of time. Fix it to August. I don't know how you're going to fix the storyline. All there's is there's fixing that. Yeah. But hopefully this is going to be those moments where we're like, hey, you remember that moment in the trailer that didn't exist in the movie? Maybe that'll be it in the show. Maybe we'll just won't see those horrible cliche, stupid puerile lines about asses. And like dating and love and all that crap. Rumazard, um, Daredevil's gonna be in it. I uh, listen. So you're gonna have more Ruffalo, Tatiana, and Charlie Cox. A cute sandwich. That's just a sandwich of gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Can we just bring Daredevil back though? I heard that that just it's rumored, Daredevil. It's rumored that he's gonna get another show. I heard that as well, but like it's everything's not be always as dark, rumored. Obviously. It'll yeah, be more... that's the thing. No, no, it needs to be dark. It's no. not for children. No, it won't Daredevil's be. not a kid's even though they superhero. The, 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 the series is now on Disney Plus. I don't think they'll purposely make one that's dark like that. <gasps> no, that's they'll what do made their version great. of dark, which is like um, uh, like I thought. For Disney, that Doctor Strange was fairly dark, but that's probably that's probably as dark as they'll go. Really? Like yeah. you thought that was dark? Only for because Disney. because of Raimi, yeah, because you have Disney. Raimi and he's gonna get his screaming howler monkeys. Yeah. Like that's and then you must. had like the guy flying out of the window onto this the yeah. 
thing. Gonna, a couple things. Like whatever. But they just chopped off somebody. Oh, I don't want to uh, give any spoilers. I, I just uh, no. Like, it, look, I'm gonna watch it if Charlie Cox is Daredevil. I'm going to watch it. All right. It's like you would Stranger Things. I'm watching it, but if it's not dark, that's like fifty percent of the lure. Yeah. Yeah. And those fight scenes. Every season had some insane fight scene. You better at least bring back the same choreographers for that yeah. because those fight scenes were insane. Like, this is me. Like, I usually don't attach much to Marvel characters. For me, like, I enjoyed Punisher and mm-hmm. Daredevil is like my absolute favorite. I loved Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So upset. So good. When uh, that did not come back. And uh, it's just not going to be the same if it's not as dark. Yeah. But at least we'll have Charlie. Yeah. Unless we don't, and then I'm out. No, he, I well, officially he's already don't Daredevil, care. He was in Spider-Man. Yeah, I know, but if they try to pull some shit, then I just, I'm not interested in it. Anyway, it's a anyway, long one. it is a long one. But you know what? Life is long, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, life is long for you. Also, fucking Ray Liotta, that sucks. All right. Uh, Paul can tell you that I he has been forced to listen to Goodfellas in the background for many (laughs) there have been many repetitions of that film over our 15 years together but it's like come on it's a great movie you're like a six-year-old with teletubbies just want to watch it over and over and over it's a great movie tape out of it i don't watch it weekly or even monthly but i will watch it probably twice or three times a year yeah i three is pushing it, it loses me after prison Everybody says that. But yeah. you know what? It has its magic moments there, too. It, you, it, it's They go together. They go together. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, once once uh, they go to prison, it starts to change a bit. It's kind of the like two different movies, but it's also two different. Shit. Which it, is fine. I don't, I don't, it's the character I like development the movie. of that. I think that. the movie's good. It's just like I, I, it's not as good as as many times as you watch it. It's not that good to me. It's all subjective, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's I could watch still, Marvel movies over and over again, and you—I don't know. The second half for me, the second half still has it. It it, it serves its purpose. It serves its purpose for me. Yeah. Do not feed the dog the food from the plate on the table. Like it just, you know, breading the cutlets. Even though he does that really sloppily, and that always that scene always drives me crazy because he's just like throwing them in breadcrumb, but not really coating the whole thing yeah. in it. But I get it. He was in a rush, and they had to get the drugs. Um, but yeah, so anyway, just, uh, that just really sucked. And, and, uh, I was really bummed to, to hear that because I did really love that movie. At least, you know, I shouldn't say at least, but he, he did die doing what he loved. He was on set. He was on set. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with that now. Like, I don't know how far they were into this movie. Imagine being the person that found Ray Liotta dead. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Well, like not that I'm trying to minimize Ray Liotta's death. But I think his fiance was with him. Oh really? Yeah, she, I think she was on set. She was like there for the set, so she may have been the one to find him. I don't know who found him, um, but like just, you know, I mean, I'm not. I don't mean to sound insensitive, but it's just it's a film podcast, so I do wonder like what what happens now because I don't know how far into that production yeah. they were. Um, you know, kind of. I don't know. It's like you, a bummer you, you for either, everybody. You either finish it out and then you write around it or you recast and reshoot. Yeah, but you can't always write around. Like, yeah, I don't really know what the are. plot was, like how they would write around that. Or like, are they going to like Brandon Lee it? Yeah. Like, is it possible for them to like 
I don't know. We will see. I don't know. That sucks. Um, all right, guys. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.